Wisdom of One, Season 2. I'm still gonna ask people about their favorite colors and things, because I love them. You've got nowhere to hide and nowhere to run. You've got a charisma of 20, but a wisdom of one. Uh, let's see, so, uh... You guys have just committed a brutal, cold-blooded murder of no! someone with a, hey. a mental disorder of some sort. No! Not you guys! Maybe he's not dead! No, Dagon did it! <laughs> you son of a bitch! That's some more shit and you know it! I wanted to stop because it wasn't his fault! No, no. Fuck! You! Dagon is hell-bent on revenge. <laughs> Skankra's more of like a live and let live. Yeah. Come down out of the sky and I'll punch you fucking quiet again, you son of a bitch! <laughs> he could have been a follower and I give everybody a chance to join the flock. Oh, well, maybe he got lucky. <laughs> so, well, you know, some things are just never gonna be resolved in life, but uh, the hut is engulfed in flames, just raging inferno, and Skankra, you are invisible, about 50 feet up in the air. Dagon, I think you're halfway up a tree swinging at air with your fists. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, get here closer, you coward. I can't believe you killed him, you son of a bitch. Does anybody have any marshmallows? <laughs> Uh, I believe the great word of Paylor is against the misuse of sugary treats. <laughs> misuse? Oh, it's so cozy. <laughs> you know, a little flavor of Kokomo in the air. That's yeah. right. Get there fast and they're taking it slow. <laughs> but I'd also like to point out that just billowing thing of smoke up into the air just to really point out your location in a really obvious way and mm. a way to attract attention saying, hey, hey, there's people here who can't control fire. <laughs> Yeah, well, alright, so then... Smokey the bear comes in. <laughs> Only Kokomod can stop forest fires. You know what Dagon's doing on Saturday night? He's a bear, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Furries. They wouldn't reject my podcast over an app. <laughs> That's the direction I need to go. <laughs> well, shit, I mean, I guess we should go far away from where we are. Um... Does anyone have any idea about uh, where we should go? We're just here in the middle of the woods, right? Oh, yeah. Since I'm at the top of a tree, I can, like, see if there's a city or something. Or maybe fucking Skanky since he's flying. Oh, that's true. I am flying. <laughs> Piece of shit. Oh, so before I forget, sorry, uh, Skankra, um, please roll a uh, constitution save. Okay. 16. 16, great. You start coughing this deep, painful, rattling cough from deep within your lungs, but you are able to keep focused on your flying spell. You can still act, but this horrible tickle has gotten worse and worse, and now coughing is a thing. I'm not flying over the smoke. <laughs> True. All right, well then, first off, I am going to take Dagon's idea and just look around a little bit and get a lay of the land okay. uh, before I land. Sure. Can I roll for, like, please spot the <laughs> Emerald City in the distance? Are you doing it pure imagination, or are you wanting to look at reality? Uh-oh. Uh, I... <laughs> Come with me and we'll be in a world of pure imagination. Whoa, what the fuck? You know, that's uh, that's Willy Wonka, not the Emerald City. <laughs> True. I gotta follow the yellow brick Scott. All right, so... Um, uh, perception, please. Yep. Yes, perception. All right. Uh, it's weird. My deception is higher than my perception. <laughs> yes. Ooh, I got a 20. Not natural. Whoa. Why am I rolling all these good things for stuff that doesn't matter? Oh, figuring out what way to go and avoid certain deaths seems like it's fairly important. But how does that bother Scott? <laughs> so, you see off to the east a clearing in the woods. To your eyes, it's fairly far away, but it looks like um, a large clearing with walls, like wooden palisade walls around the outside. Similar to the town that you burned down with the tree. With my love. But much larger. And there appear to be buildings of multiple stories inside the walls off to the east. Uh, north, south, and west just look like uh, mountain rangy. South, the woods get thicker and thicker and then you can see like water through the trees. Uh, kind of a swampland looking thing. Okay. Well, that seems like a good place to start. Um, so wait, guys, I, I hate to do this but like 
Skype just died twice. Uh oh. So I didn't hear any of the description of what happened. Well, it's secret anyway. You're assuming I would tell you. Oh, yeah. So, Skankra, you need to come back down and tell your compatriots what it is you saw or choose to tell about what you saw. That's true. What the fuck did you see above the trees? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call down and say, Dagon. I have information that you're gonna want. Oh, there you are! I'm gonna throw that fucking shuriken at you now! No, no, no. Alright, what do you- what, what, what are you gonna tell me? So, I know where we should go next, and I think you're gonna be interested. Mm. Because what I saw was a town in the distance, a little mini city, and it was flying a flag that had the crest of Thunderbutt that I recognized his family crest on the flag of the town. Oh, really? Did we, did we wait, did we keep his body out of the hut or is his body in the hut burning on fire? <laughs> I think you ate him, didn't you? Fuck you! <laughs> so Thungren had a crest? Yeah, he was, uh, I, I saw it uh, on his whatever. Gotcha. On his whatever? So, I think you should carry his body, and we should go and at least bring our regrets to his family. Uh-huh. So, go ahead and roll a wisdom save, and Skankra, roll a persuasion check. Yeah, okay. Alright, alright, alright. Nine. <laughs> Twenty-five. <laughs> so... Yeah, okay, so, fuck! I'm getting, uh, so I'll just, like, get his, his body... Or whatever. Yeah, I think we should uh, go there and see if they'll feed us and take us back to civilization where there aren't poor things. Yeah. Okay. So Runnis and Kaylee are uh, all their stuff is packed up. The travoy that uh, Canadian guy had made to carry defenseless characters back to his house to help them out of the goodness of his heart. <laughs> <laughs> Only to be viciously murdered by Dagon is now being used to carry a rapidly putrefying, super heavy human body. So? You know, wrapped up in, like, furs and stuff, you know, so that it looks presentable or something. <laughs> Let's go! Okay. You traipse off through the woods. So, Runnis and Dagon, are you taking turns on the Travoy? Because that's going to be heavy. Yeah, so I do that, but I also want to be, like listening out and looking out for, you know, weird shit. Okay. Like people investigating the fire and wanting to murder us. Okay, yeah, super. And I'll go out in the front a little bit and I'll be nice and quiet because I happen to be really good at being quiet. I don't know if I've ever mentioned it. Kaylee, <laughs> <laughs> are you good at sneaking? <laughs> I'm super good at it. Let me tell you all about it. Now, Skankra, mm -hmm. there's no road, and so the Travoy is kind of crashing through bushes, and you have to get it up over roots and across ravines, so it's a bit of a pain. If only somebody had a floating disc that could carry it silently. <laughs> right, well, so what I was going to get to is, Skankra, aren't you using your floating disc whenever you move because you have incredibly heavy metal objects? Oh, yeah, that's right. So there's sadly no room for a Thunderbutt. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking... You can just put it on top of the goddamn metal. It's not going to poison them anymore. Look, there's a weight limit. <laughs> a weight limit. <laughs> you must be this alive to be on the... Uh, <laughs> like this. <laughs> oh, my God. Your BPM must be above oh three God. per minute in order to... I mean, why don't you just backpack them? Well, we could cut them in half and each of us carry a half, I suppose. Now, what the fuck? What is wrong with you guys? Fuck you. <laughs> Jesus! I meant carry him on yourself like a backpack, but now I like his idea better. You know, if we cut him into eight pieces, and everybody carries three except for me. <laughs> you into eight pieces and like send it to eight different parts of the world far away and, and I hope they never congeal back together to generate the monstrosity that is your person. This is what I mean about the rage. It's poisoning you from the inside. You're poisoning me from the inside. Am I angry? No. You know what? <laughs> Anger is not something that is 
put upon us. Yes. It is our own anger. The external stimuli has no control over your anger. Only you <laughs> can prevent forest fires. <laughs> That's right. If someone tries to hand you a pile of steaming shit, you don't have to take it. You just say, no, thank you, and walk away. Uh, That's right. <clears throat> so speaking of things thrust upon you, Skankra lose one hit point. What? And temporarily, you cannot heal past that hit point, and you feel incredibly tired. Just, it's so hard to get a good breath, and the energy is just so hard, and like one foot stumbling in front of the other, it's just tough. It's you got COVID! <laughs> yeah. Ten whole minutes of walking, ugh, how does anyone live like this? So here's my question. Can I lie down on my floating disc and, like, send it forward? <laughs> no, you remember? It only goes when you go. You figured that out when you tried to use it as a parachute, you fucking dummy. But, like, how much of me has to be going? Can I, like, you know, put... put... <laughs> You're just sitting there with one foot, and you're just pushing along with your foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so fucking dumb. But if you just push with one foot, wouldn't it just spin in a circle, like spin in place? Oh, yeah, wait. Exactly. Yeah, Why well, just need an oar? An oar. Wait, if Dagan pushes it. All right, so wait, I need to use my ring again to figure out what's going on with me. Okay. It's like an investigation. Basically, the experience of the ring is like having two or three seconds in a giant library and having the ability to pull scripts and documents and things up to you. It's Google. Uh, to get information. Uh, yeah. To clarify, I don't have any of the metal on my person. No, it's true. But you did for a while. I did. That's right. All right. So yeah. you know what? Instead of... Uh, what's going on with me? I'm going to search for a cure to magic metal radiation poisoning. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Did we ever figure out what the fuck that metal is in it in the first place? Don't worry about it. It's your mom. <laughs> we have the same mom. <laughs> no, because every every time the topic came up, it got pushed away, so... That's true. All right, so I'm going to look for, like, a uh, how do I protect myself from this. Okay. Yep. It's a 21. Whoa, nice. I have a plus six investigation, biatches. Yeah. Um, there are a number of treatises about really cutting edge experimental metallurgical experiments that have gone on. Uh, the elves have gone super deep into it. Dwarves started to, but they kind of retreated back to your standard metals, uh, but just doing them extra well. And there was talk about creating like a dragon scale protective clothes to protect against some fumes that had some outrageous effects made the smiths go crazy. There's another document that talks about uh, how to manufacture earthen walls but with lead, blocks of lead in the middle of the earthen wall, and then a number of other directions uh, saying to burn thorn rose plants and breathe in the smoke of the thorn rose, and that has taken away the, uh, the metal poisoning that was experienced by one particular investigator. So, okay. <clears throat> so kill a dragon, Build a wall with dirt and lead or breathe in thorn rose smoke. All right. Well, then I will keep an eye out for thorn rose. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, I'm just going to walk with Dagon between me and the floating disc. <laughs> the fuck? And the disc is always trying to catch up with you and he's like bumping into the back of Dagon's legs. Yeah. <laughs> That's not really my problem. If only you had somebody you had like, you know, experience using an herbalism kit. I don't think anybody's bragged as much about your herbalism kit other than Kaylee and her sneaking. <laughs> Which I don't even have anymore because I lost it. <laughs> Are you trained in herbalism? Like, you would be able to recognize Thornrose then. Oh, absolutely. Because I have, like, a whole... My whole deal is, like, I'm a hermit, and then, you know, I can, you know, do herbalism shit, which is why I have an herbalism kit. That just fills me with confidence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
I do doctor stuff. That's why I have this scalpel. So just lay right here and calm down. Exactly. Dagan, I think we would all be better off if I had the magic Healy ring. Um, no. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> okay, so we've established our starting positions. That, yeah, that's right. It, it, it's all a negotiation. For someone so burdened as you. Burdened? I think it would be, uh, you feel a little unburdened. I'm burdened by the thing that keeps healing me every time I get injured? That doesn't seem like a burden at all. No. It actually makes me feel much lighter. You know, all you're doing is masking your shame. What shame? You can't heal with hit points your broken heart from having killed Kokomo. <laughs> I think his pants are masking his shame. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. I'm not shamed about that either. It just made other people uncomfortable. So, you know, out of respect for not trying to make other people uncomfortable, I put pants on. God, all the animals in the fucking world don't wear pants. Why should I have to wear pants? And I'm uncomfortable not having the ring. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely not gonna work as an argument. It's a poor argument. What are you going to give me? You can take your pants off, I don't care. <laughs> what will you give me? What magic ring will you give me in exchange? Uh, what magic rings do I have? Yeah. Well, you haven't talked to me in a while, you son of a bitch. Oh yeah! <laughs> Oh, great! I'm gonna use it to make Dagan give me the ring. You've ignored me for, like, six episodes. Oh, that's right! Hey, make Dagan give me the ring. Fuck you! Yeah. Do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's the best kind of trade. I just take it, because I have a ring of persuasion. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna work, because, like, I know who you are, and I'll just take it back after I make you dead. You have to remember having given it to me. Plus, you're going to give it to me of your own free will. Okay. All right, what do I roll for my ring? Thus far, this entire episode has been a walk through the woods while Scott and Keith fight. Well, yeah, arguing, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Dagan is going to, oh, for no reason, write down an inventory and tattoo an inventory of all of his things onto his flesh and say, I will never give any of these things to Skankraw for any fucking reason. And I'm writing down. It's really cute that you think you can read and write. So Skankra, roll a charisma saving throw. Okay. And Dagan, go ahead and roll a wisdom saving throw, but with advantage. Oh, God damn it. Damn it. Uh, Twelve. Fucking. Fucking. Did you come below a 12 with advantage? Uh-oh. A one and a two. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a one and a two. A one and a two. A one and a two. And oh, a, God. Which means it was a four. <laughs> oh, my. Okay. Wow. So, Skankra, go ahead and just do your... Uh, I don't know if I want to listen to that. <laughs> Dagan, I mean, you know exactly what Skankra is all about. You know he's always trying to wheedle and get the thing he wants and push angles and color everything a specific way, but... Deep in your heart, you just feel bad for the guy. I mean, look, he's hes so tired, he's in so much pain, and you feel so healthy and vigorous. He's lost all his hair in the spider thing, he has no eyebrows, mm. he's coughing mm. all the time now and wheezing and can barely move. I mean, yes, he's horrible, but just that goodness inside, you, you gotta help the guy out somehow. Now, you don't necessarily have to give the ring, but you do have to help him in some way. Oh, man. Oh, God, I'm really hamstrung here. Skankra, can you do, like, the big puppy dog eyes and, like, the quivering lower lip? <laughs> Look, I'm not going to bullshit you, okay? All I want to do is support you because you are the type of kind, open-hearted, Disney furry animal who just wants to make the world a better place and help his fellow creature and uh, all that we've been through the greatest friendships are formed through struggle shared struggle and conflict but here we are and you have a moment to make up for all the things that you have done to me Fuck. to try to make up for all of the horrible things you have done to other people I can't even keep a straight face <laughs> This is your chance to rise above the failed monk that you are. Get on the fucking Travoy, you piece of shit. We'll put Thungren on the goddamn floating disc and we'll fucking drag you, you piece of ass. God damn it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, I don't want to put corpse on my metal. Final <laughs> offer. Because if you remember, I tried to heal Thungren with the magic healing ring for like days and it made no goddamn difference at all. And it got his throat cut too, if you think about it. Right. So it's a ring of bad luck. So your negligence has killed lots of different people. Just get on the goddamn Travoy. We'll fucking drag your ass too. You'll have to backpack Thunderbutts because uh, I, don't, I don't want them on my medals. <laughs> no, you can just like lay down next to him. You can fucking spoon with him. You rolled a one and a two. You're going to have to backpack that dude. Decomposing corpse. So let's say the Travoy has Skankra on it, who is uh, laying back and covered up in extra rags. Eating grapes. Constantly calling out possible improvements that the other three could be doing a slightly better. And then that's followed by the floating disc with two very heavy metal objects, right? One smaller, one larger. Is that true? I think so, yeah. And then behind that is dragging a rope. Thungren's mortal remains being dragged by, say, the ankle or something. <laughs> Scraping along the floor of that. <laughs> No, no, no! You, you know. <laughs> I love that! Just getting caught in the bushes. Now, Skankra, you really need to help out the team by pointing out ways that they can improve. Yeah. Uh, you could be walking faster. <laughs> Because, uh, you know, daylight, tick-tock, there are monsters in the woods coming to us. You know, it'd be a lot easier if you were immobile, so maybe we should just make you immobile and also quiet. Oh, I'm not moving. I'm just sitting here eating grapes. <laughs> Holy fuck. How the fuck did this happen? <laughs> we are peckish. Fetch us berries. <laughs> no, I'm just going to be, like, slowly nibbling on the jerky. Oh, this is too grisly and spit it out on the forest. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh, this is lovely. When a stranger resides with you in your land, you shall not wrong him. The stranger who resides with you shall be to you as one of your citizens. You shall love him as yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's about being nice to Skankra. Yeah, uh... Those were words that were said. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Less with the talkie-talkie, more with the walkie-walkie, okay? Okay. So, trunching through the... Uh, I don't know if that's a real word, but it feels right. Trunching through the uh, the woods, crashing through underbrush, getting stuck in streams and uh, rock outcroppings and trying to figure all that stuff up while Skankra is shouting out suggestions. I suggest not getting stuck. <laughs> and after about an hour or so... Kaylee is rather far ahead. She keeps grumbling about the noise you guys are making and pointing out that she doesn't make any noise when she moves. And so, <laughs> I don't make any noise! <laughs> but she comes trotting back to you. I saw something up ahead. It was this creature. He stuck his head out from behind a tree and I guess barked at me or something and then just took off into the woods but it was kind of humanoid and it had some clothes on merkin <laughs> uh no not exactly but it was very strange and partly threatening but not all the way threatening i don't know i was confused so i came back here i'm gonna call it merkin too okay um well maybe we should um here allow me mush <laughs> 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 oh my god. It's so painful. It like just rots my soul from the inside. Oh, boy, that's delicious. It's almost as delicious as these berries I'm eating. Well, shit, like, keep running us here and protect Skanky, and then you and I will run after it. I got the spanner, you know, I'll do the predator division and see if we can track it and figure out where the hell it went. Okay, that's a good idea, yeah. Skanker, you stay here and rest. You don't look so good. All right, yeah, 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 let's do it. Okay. You know what, because I can move at a speed of 70. Oh, here we go. <laughs> well, I can't go that fast, but I can go a lot quieter than you. Well, I don't know. We'll, we'll see about that. <laughs> Is anybody concerned about the trail of scraped-off body pieces that Thunderbutt has left for the last mile? <laughs> you fucking- we wrapped him up in a goddamn cloak and shit! He's not dropping pieces off! I just really like every time we hit a rock, like that sort of thunk, 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 and now it makes sort of like, like a crunch, and then more of like a squishy crunch. Yeah, maybe you could just put him on the fucking floating disc, you piece of shit! 
<laughs> Not to mention the ten times where he got stuck in the crook of a tree or something as you dragged you to a complete halt and you had to go untangle him. His parents are gonna be so happy to see him. <laughs> So I got the predator vision spanner out and I'm gonna move real quietly and shit. Okay, so you two take off into the woods. She brings you to the tree that she saw and you do see footprints and vague handy like prints. They're not exactly hands, but they're hand-ish. And then footprints heading off to the east. And it seems to be switching from two feet to four feet to two feet to four feet. So it's switching back and forth to running on all fours. And Make up your mind! Yeah, exactly. If so indecisive. Skankra, back with you. Now that you and I have some time together, I thought I should lay down the various rules of Paylor. <laughs> One, do not do wrong to the good things of the world. Two, do not abide undead and those that stir them, for they are unnatural things. I cast deafness on myself. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's a real spell. It 100% is. I absolutely have it. I have blindness deafness. (laughs) Is there anything in there about casting it on oneself? It does not specify. (laughs) A foe. It says you can blind or deafen a foe, but aren't we all really (laughs) our greatest foes? (laughs) Do not act without kindness. Treat all with mercy. So, Dagan, you're just following the path. Are you wanting to, you know, move silently? Are you wanting to, oh, yeah. to hide? Or are we just going for speed? No, we're going we're gonna to go stealth for sure. Because I got the cloak that's plus two. Plus, I'm also fucking crazy stealthy. Oh, yeah. I bet I could even rival Kaylee here with said stealth. Oh, I don't know. I'm pretty good at stealth. You got a plus nine there for stealth? No, I don't. I have a plus 12. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. And that's not even counting the fancy uh, cloaks we have here. So. Yeah, well, okay, mine was. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, fine. All right, here we go. What in the fuck? One and two? No, I got a three this time, hmm. but that's still a 12. By the end of the game, you're going to be doing really well. Fuck you, 20. I'm getting a different one. You guys are moving along. There are other footprints, not in the heat vision, but just on the ground. You can see other footprints that are joining, and it's becoming sort of this path through the woods. You know, like a deer path looks like where it's mm. just uh, you know in between trees and stuff, but it's more than one creature taking it. You're following it, but trying to stay to the side a little bit. And as you do that, you stumble through a bush, and your foot hits the center part of a bush, and it makes this cracking sound that just echoes through the whole woods. It's cracked. And far away you can hear, uh, Do not fight in anger and be slow to battle unless the need is urgent. (laughs) Do not fight unfairly. Luckily, I can't hear it. (laughs) Do no injustice and do all things in Paylor's name. So that would have been to your west, you can hear Runnus lecturing. And then to the east, far away you hear... Of something calling off into the woods. Okay. Well, that was exactly as planned. Should we just, like, hide or something? I'm going to be doing a short rest while this is happening. (laughs) I've been trying to do a short rest this whole time I've been eating the grapes. (laughs) (laughs) I would say having people drag you counts as a short rest for sure. It's pretty restful, right? Very. Now, were you wounded? Oh, it's a, you were, because uh, Dagan kicked you. He did the dropkick thing. Yeah, that's right. Like seven points of damage. Okay, um, so yeah, you're resting. Um, say you get your spells back. Not that you've kept track of that at all. We've been playing. I don't even understand what you're saying. You are getting some lessons about how to live in life. So that is also, you know, makes you feel good. Now, you're not so weak that you can't get up and walk around. It was just this marching thing was really getting to you. So you're not like trapped to the Travoy. You can get up and do stuff. Oh, I'm well aware of that. I'm just choosing not to go around. Oh, okay. All right. He's just Brandon Starking right there is what he's doing. <laughs> That's right. So I guess um, Dagan and Kaylee, you should hide. What is hiding? Yeah, let's do hide, which is probably also just stealth again. All right, here we go. Okay. I got a new D20. Here we go. 
Okay, so... Uh, 21. Wow, you did really well. You did better than I did that time. You wrap the cloak around, sort of shimmer into the background colors of the forest, and she does something similar, although her foot is sticking out into the pathway. And she's got pink socks underneath her leather boots, and so it's really mm-hmm. sticking out. Gailey, your foot's sticking out! No, no, I, I hid perfectly. <laughs> to all of my perception, I am hiding very well. Mm. If you sit to You're listening to Wisdom of One, you donkey. That was terrible. <laughs> if you hit the ground in a single round, it's a gamble for your life. And you can hear footsteps not crashing through the bushes, but you can hear movement coming from the east and a lot of heavy breathing. Can I tell how many there are with the heat spanner? Yeah, you can see three forms coming through the bushes. And they are running on all fours. Mm. And so they get within 50 feet or so, and they slow down, and you hear sniffing. (laughs) And growling, and one of them is sort of doing like this whining. And and one of them snaps his teeth. And then they stand up on their hind legs, and they look around, and you realize that they're sort of humanoid, covered in hair, long snouts like a dog or a wolf, and they have really aggressive teeth. But they're standing up, looking around, and they have keyed in on Kaylee's foot. So they are sniffing and growling and moving forward low to the ground. Oh, shit. They appear to be wearing some basic clothes, like dirty leathers, and they do have weapons hanging from belts. And as they get closer, you see that they have red paint on their chest. And the red paint appears to be in the form of like a wolf print. But they're coming in and they're growling and it uh, raises the hackles on the back of your neck. You know, that ingrained predator sound that just makes everyone go... Yikes! But they're not like sneaking up. You and Kaylee both see them walking up, so there's no sneak attack here. So let's just all roll initiative, including Skankra and Runes. How far away are they? They're pretty far. You're gonna hear their death throws. Oh, nice. But you are definitely not hearing the growling or anything. Okay. It's just that Runus's voice is loud, and he was really projecting, mm. so they could hear him. Well, it wasn't loud to me. That's right. You can't hear anything. That's right. Seventeen. Twenty-three. I cast Comprehend Languages. Hmm. Okay. So go ahead and do a um, wisdom save, I guess, to get a sense of how well it works. Fuck! Before? Natural one. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. I even switched D20s. I think it's all the repressed anger. <laughs> Jesus. I was like, all right, well, that one did me kindly on the initiative, gave me a uh, 19, and then and then it's a fucking natural one. <sighs> all I wanted to do was understand whether they were friends. Just hug them. That's how you find out. So, Dagan, you concentrate, close your eyes, and send the archaic magical energy out of your body, and it immediately springs back and smacks you right in the forehead. And your head sort of rings a little bit. You feel something tight on the top of your head, and you very slowly reach up and touch your head so that you don't give away your position. And it doesn't feel any different, but your head itself feels like a tight hat on your head. It's annoying, but it's one of those annoying that you could probably live with. Oh. A hat that's just a little too tight. Brain hurdy. Yep. Does he have a hat? Yeah, your fingers do not feel a hat, but your head is telling you you're wearing a hat. Very confusing. So how far away am I from Kaylee? Kaylee's about 10 feet away. She's on the opposite side of the path. You both went on opposite directions, and they are focusing in on her, so you are essentially behind one of them, and then the other ones are on the far side. All right, well, I'm just going to complain about my brain hurting. Okay. Out loud? No. Okay. (laughs) All right. The one that has his back to you goes forward and opens up his mouth and closes it on Kaylee's ankle and then very gently, considering the actual motion, just slowly pulls her out of the bush and into the middle of the path and it just drags her basically on her butt and back until she's in the path. And she's like, oh, hello. Um, I was just taking a nap. (laughs) 
<laughs> and the one that is now to her back pulls out this um, very, very crude metal short sword. But they haven't attacked yet. They're just doing the uh, <laughs> super aggressive, and Kaylee's sitting on her butt with her hands empty. Shit, okay. Skankra, it is your turn. You are deaf. You hear nothing. Runnus is, his mouth is continuing to move. Now that we've taken this moment to focus on Runnus, you have noticed that his beard has started growing back in. Hmm. It's a little patchy, but you can still see, you know, dark brown hair growing out. And that was one of the unique things about him before is he had no beard whatsoever. So, Oh, I don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> Dakin does! <laughs> so, yeah, Skankra, what would you like to do? So, uh... <clears throat> At this moment, I would like to, a question for the jury, how far away are Dagan and I now? Oh, shit. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Which uh, I'm imagining is probably not helping Dagan hide much. <laughs> no, probably not. That and the electric shock that'll happen. Ah, I forgot all about that. <laughs> well, that, that's like... Yep. Beep, 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 beep. Time out. Time out. Like, that doesn't make an actual noise. Oh, yeah. Right? That was just in our head? No, no. It's a real noise. It's a warning beep that lets you know you're about to be zapped. <laughs> oh. I can't hear it, but I can probably feel it. Yeah, it's vibrating on your arm and everything, yeah. Dwarf, bring me to the dwark for <laughs> my bracelet complaints. Trust wholeheartedly at, what? Oh, your wrist is making noise. Bring me closer to the dumb one. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> Don't forget the corpse he's defiling. <laughs> he grabs the travoy and starts lurching towards the woods. Skankra, you are zapped. No points of damage, but if you were moving, you wouldn't be able to move for this round. Lucky I'm not. Dagan, you are also zapped. Go ahead and do a constitution save. <laughs> Man, I can't believe I lost track of the wrist yeah. But luckily, if it's annoying to Scott, I'll remember. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <sighs> I, I'm, okay. Here's what my rolls have been. Mm -hmm. A one, a two, a three, a three, and a 19. That's it. That's all I've rolled. 19's good. So, okay. Constitution saving throw. Five. Okay. You're thinking about the tightness on your head, but still completely unspotted by these three creatures. And you're thinking about what you're going to do, and all of a sudden your body goes rigid, and you're laying back on the ground, shaking and thrashing around in the bushes. <laughs> Think taser. <laughs> beep, beep, Great. beep, beep. Great. <laughs> this is going so well, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> so all three of the creatures spin and look at Dagon, who out of nowhere, now he's rolling around on the ground. For a split second, they all are paying no attention to Kaylee. She rolls away from them, pulls out her one remaining dagger, and does a slash at the back of the nearest creature here. And so... Oh, well, I guess we're not going to be friends now. Uh, no, it's pretty violent. I mean, who would do an unprovoked attack? Oh, okay. So she leaps at the back of the nearest wolf humanoid creature. And as she leaps forward, the tip of the dagger catches on a belt buckle <laughs> and then flips out of her hand and flips up over the shoulder and lands in the bush. And she's like, God damn it! I can't believe this sort of thing happened! <laughs> How always happens to me! I'm, I'm in the bushes, and I'm hiding, I'm hiding perfectly well, and then they grab my foot, and I have no idea what's going on, and then they pull me out, and they're all growling around me, stuff like that, and I go to stab in the back, and yeah, oh, next thing I know, I have no knives anymore. Those were two very special knives given to me by, well, I stole them, but, but they, were, they, they were very special knives to me, and, and now I have the thing. And so she starts talking a mile a minute, and is just walking around in a circle, just stomping the ground, and talk, 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 talk. <laughs> you know, I have a plan. <laughs> I think it is time to enroll you guys, both of you, in Skankra's anger management classes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Meditation, deep breathing, and emptying of your wallets. Yes, emptying of your wallets. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think you need some guidance. <laughs> <sighs> 
back to the top. Dagon, go ahead and do a, another constitution save. I, I, I don't have any more d20s. That, wait, maybe, maybe I do. Oh, I do. I have I, uh, one other. Okay, here we go. Maybe you've uh, used up all the bad luck. <laughs> Two. Okay. It's actually still a four, I mean, if we care. Yeah. I feel like at this point, I could have killed Dagon in a fist fight. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, so you're still shaking on the ground, and Kaylee's continues to walk in a circle and screaming and frothing at the mouth. These three creatures actually slink down on the ground, and they all look at you, and they start backing away. <laughs> As these two absolute lunatics. <laughs> Yeah, we're winning the fight by fucking incompetence, and we scared them with our mediocrity. <laughs> okay. They look at each other, and they're like... <laughs> guttural, whining sort of language. It's very similar to canine sounds, but they are clearly been uh, cobbled together into a language. And the one who had the short sword out puts it back in their sheath, and all three of them just turn around and take off. <laughs> run away down the path back east. <laughs> Amazing. Kaylee goes, oh my god, that was really lucky. They're not here anymore. They turn around and walked away. I'm going to go get my knife. I'm going to go look around the bushes though, really quickly, okay? So I'm going to, they stop behind this bush here, but let me look under a rock. And, oh, there's a mud puddle here. No, it's not here, but, uh, oh, look, it's stuck in the back of the tree. Well, it's stuck in something, finally. Couldn't even get past somebody's belt buckle without flipping out of my hand, this stupid knife. And <laughs> puts it back into her sheath. And at about that time, you hear crashing behind you as Runnis comes up with the Travoy. Well, I probably am no longer being executed any longer because he's close enough. The beeping is stopped. The buzzing has stopped. Both Skankra and Dagon are no longer in electrical pain. Yeah, you know, we scared off those creatures because we're fierce and scary and stuff. Yeah, they came up and they tried to cause the problem, but I jumped at them and showed them my knife and they all ran away because they're super afraid of all the kind of stuff that we're doing. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right, right. So I, I pulled out my knife and I charged at them and they took one look in my eyes and they saw that nothing but pure death coming out of my soul. So they turned around and ran off, the tails between their legs, literally. They're whining and crying and just ran off towards the east. So I'm not sure with that way. Oh, she rolled a cocaine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she rolled So I think what we should do is start an investment company where we will all work together and the people who we take money from will have to give money to the people at the top and the people at the top have to give money to the people over there. And all we have to do is keep getting more and more people into our organization. We'll never run out of money. Yep, yep, that's right. That checks. I'm 100% percent in let's do it so i guess let's keep going <laughs> i guess let's keep going to the town we nailed oh my it god what the fuck you never get a second chance to make a first impression the trick now is just for you guys to go faster i don't know why you're so slow let's <laughs> chip chop guys come on it's downhill on this way down right I'm like we, we must be going downhill at this point get off the fucking travoy <laughs> oh i'm so sorry i'm actually very comfortable <laughs> I've been short resting this whole time. I have to regain the hit points that I'm not getting from <laughs> the ring that you're selfishly keeping from me. Um, you continue along the path. The travoy and the corpse is making a lot of noise. So the whole, you know, moving silently isn't really a thing. Kaylee is just kind of walking in circles around the outside. Like she's walking really quickly, but she's doing laps around the group, mumbling to herself the whole time. You've kind of lost her as a scout. Dagan, did you? want to sneak up ahead or yeah. or are we just walking we have to return thunderbot's body as fast as we can it is actively turning into mush I, I, no, no, I'll, I'll run around and be a scout, you know, okay. is what I'll try to do. Just go a bit of ahead and then just roll a, a perception, I guess. All right, all right, here we go. Oh my, why? I can't, I can't roll over a fucking ten. Ten. <laughs> okay. 
Well, uh, the obvious part is that the path gets much more worn and wide. There are fallen trees that have been pushed to the side that are now parallel with the path. Someone's been clearing it, so it's much easier. There is a red wolf paw print marking on a tree. That's really obvious. It's a super bright red in some sort of paint. And then as you continue, you can see some hanging that look like sticks and strings tied together in like a vaguely artistic sort of thing dangling down from trees. Uh, have small animal bones, branches, leaves. It's a very kind of interesting but creepy, earthy vibe to it. And this is like Thungren's sigil? Sure. It's what I remember. Hold on, let me roll. I would turn to Skankroft for that detail. Look, I rolled a five on remember the specific details, <laughs> but uh, I, I do recognize it on Thungren. I'm assuming it's his parents. I don't remember Thungren being a wolf, but... um. Well, hey, guys, it gets easier, you know. I yell back, because apparently I'm a fucking idiot <laughs> this whole episode. It's going to get a lot easier. They clear the path for us. I'm just going to maybe run ahead and just introduce myself. <laughs> okay. And so that's what I fucking do, you know. Okay, but but hold on. Uh, I highly recommend that you bring Thungren with you. You don't want to, like, show up and, like, oh, by the way, here's your dead son. You should probably, like, lead with that so they don't think you're hiding it. Yeah, I mean, I'll just tell them that we have Thungren. That's how I'm going to lead with it. That we're dragging him behind a Travoy? No, I'm going to kick your fucking ass out, and I'm going to carry the Travoy with his body on it alone. Is what I'm going to do. Yes, decision made. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right, fine. I will get out and let Dagon bring Thunderbutt's whatever's left of him that hasn't been scraped across a forest floor in the Travoy. Oh, fuck you. I tie- like, I wrapped him in cloaks and stuff. He's <laughs> The he's cloak dying. rubbed off like a mile ago. <laughs> yeah, he did roll down a lot of rock embankments and everything. He might be a little tenderized at this point. Through bushes. Whatever, like he's in a shroud. You strap him on the Travoy and uh, pull him along the widening path. It does get easier, like you said. Lots and lots of footprints. So you go ahead, uh, you see that the trees open up into a clearing, and you can see a wooden wall made out of a bunch of tree logs tied together. So it's a, what is that, palisade. And there are figures gathering in front of the doorway, probably 10 or 12 figures. They're all growling and howling at each other, and almost like three very freaked out hairy creatures are explaining something to a group that aren't really believing, (laughs) and they're kind of arguing back and forth. So, uh, since this went so well the first time, I'm going to try to cast Comprehend Languages again. Okay. (laughs) Oh, wait, do I see a funny hat on Dagon? Uh, no, there's nothing on his head, even though he keeps touching it with his hands and itching at it. No, there's nothing there. All right, here I go. Wisdom, you said, right? Okay, 15? Oh, good. Uh, You don't have perfect comprehension, but you are realizing that there's a lot of orc language mixed in with this, and so a lot of these are sounding really familiar, and you're able to piece together some of the conversation. Oh, I speak orc. I know. Yeah. Or I figured. It's sort of a bastardization of orc. It's like orc and wolf mixed together. And then there was a leg in the bush, and then I pulled it out, and it had a smell, and then it turned around and there was shaking and buzzing, and it was really scary. (laughs) But then I was brave, and I growled at it, and I was going to urinate on it and make it ours, but then it moved, and then one of them took out a knife and threw it away for some reason. (laughs) And then the other one started dancing on the ground. So we returned home to show how brave we were. A larger figure comes out and growls and uh, snaps at the three, and the three lay on their backs on the ground and show their bellies, and then... And then the larger one licks each one on the face, and they get back up again, and you hear some... We'll send a larger group out and see what the prey is doing. 
The 15 get together, they get spears and other type of melee weapons, and they organize and they head off down the road in your direction. Wait, so they don't see me? I mean, are you brazenly sitting open in the open? Yeah, I'm bringing Thungren to his family. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And I'm like saying, um... Hello, uh, I'm gonna try like orcish. Okay. You know, I'm gonna try to do a little bit of match their language as best I can. Okay, sure. Be like, hi friends, I, I come from afar and I'm returning a family member who who was my friend and but he died and, and I thought maybe you would want to bury his body, you know, next to his kin or something. Anyway, I'm just, I'm here to like pay my respects and say how sorry I am that he died. Is that the dancer? Yes, that was the one. He was rolling around in the crowd and it was scary. Is he barking at us? <laughs> A small, thin figure from the far back, almost hiding in the woods, pops his head up and shoots an arrow in your direction. And the other ones are just standing there with their heads cocked. You know, the question mark face. Question mark face? But this smaller, scragglier one sends an arrow at you. Yeah. And it streaks, let's see here, 19? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, that'll hit. It, you weren't expecting it coming. This was a, a real surprise. And it strikes you in the head, and you hear a clang! And the arrow just deflects up into the air and flutters to the ground, broken at the shaft. <laughs> clang, 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 clang. It sounds very much like you were wearing an iron helm, yet there's nothing there. And the big one turns. Start! No action without permission. Get him, boys! And four of the larger wolf creatures runs off in the direction of the scraggly one who whines, squeals, and runs off into the woods. And they tear off in that direction, growling and snapping. Ow! That was weird and, and funny, but like, do you know Thungren? He doesn't look like you at all, but my friend told me that- Unwrap the shroud. My friend told me that this was his home, I guess. They can't see him if he's wrapped in a shroud. <laughs> but is this, is he one of your family members? Do you know Thungren? How would they know? This one has stinking meat on a stick. What's he talking about, a Rungthrin? <laughs> what is he doing with his rotten meat? It's no good to eat anymore. <laughs> the remaining of the pack comes up. They all have the red paw print on their chest, and they are poking at the pile of cloth. And they're, oh, it smells bad. They're not psyched about this corpse at all, and there's no family resemblance whatsoever. <clears throat> the largest one is looking at you and, and making sounds that you're sort of understanding, and you can tell that it's sort of understanding you, but there's not 100% communication going on here. What you trying to trade for bad meat? Why? Um, no. I thought he was family <laughs> and dead. I just realized that we're talking the same way at each other. <laughs> so <funny>. Do you... <laughs> don't you bury your dead? Or, like, burn them or do some kind of funeral? Or, like, death ceremony? What happens when one of your family members dies? We all get together in the woods and cover it with the urine of respect. <laughs> and then leave it. Oh, I, I, I thought maybe you would want to... You stole the diamond from my concubine 